I think I I think I'm about fifty percent with the football picks for this weekend. That was just uh, and and you know you, the one the one lock of the whole goddamn weekend is picking against Detroit, and then what happens? They tie. What a fun! Why 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 do we have? Why do we even allow ties to? Oh, uh, they'll have one. They'll have overtime, and the over which is one overtime. And if whatever the first touchdown wins, but if you kick the field goal, then you go back and forth. Like, how about, uh, hey, when was the, what's the most recent tie in college football? There is none because they'll go to 26 overtimes if they have to, which sucks, but they get a score. They get somebody wins and somebody loses. And why does football, why does the NFL, for all the things they do, Right when it comes to the game, why, why do we have even the ability to have a tie game? That's so fucking stupid. There should be no goddamn ties. Uh, but that was—I didn't watch much football. That was that was a disaster. I saw the one field goal kick in overtime. Somebody made a joke, They're like, "Oh, on the one day they pick." Uh, they pick a fan out of the crowd to kick, to kick the field goal because that was one of the crappiest kicks. I, it's unbelievable. These people are making so much money. Even the shittiest ones are making a ton of money to be on these teams. And you can't kick a fucking field. Eh, it doesn't matter. Oops, it's so pointless. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow, though. Uh, I... <laughs> God damn it. The no... Yeah, it's uh I found some some good content on Netflix over the weekend. I was I was pleasantly surprised. There hasn't been much on Netflix that I've really enjoyed. I guess Midnight Mass is the most recent thing that I can think of. And we watched that uh Honey Boy, Candy Boy, Sweet Tooth over the summer, which the kids really enjoyed. It's a interesting little uh little show. But there hasn't been a whole heck of a lot that I can really think of where I'm okay. We got no right Netflix, something some, something interesting and new, you know. Ozark and Stranger Things will be back next year, so those are those are some big ones. But they they had a movie come out on Friday called Red Notice, and I'm usually you know they release these action movies. I know like Michael Bay has had a couple. And I couldn't watch 10 minutes of it. There was one with, I don't even remember, Charlie's Theron in it. Six, Ryan Reynolds was in one. I can't even keep straight, keep track of them. There's one that was called like Six Underground. And there was all these different movies. They're basically the same as Car Chase and stuff like that. And I, I love a good action. Just turn off your brain, watch Car Chases and International and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I saw this one and I'm okay. Ryan Reynolds, who... I'll be honest, I've never been a big fan. Everybody loves the guy. He seems like a really nice guy and he's a fun, like funny guy and stuff. I've never, you know, I haven't seen Van Wilder because when that came out, I said that looks like the biggest douchebag movie on the planet and I don't really, I just was never, I was just never into that dude. Uh, And I'm still kind of not, I'll be honest. But I love The Rock and I thought, okay, you got to, but whether you like Ryan Reynolds or not, he's a big, he's a big, huge star. 
and he is he can be very endearing and likable in movies. And uh, you know, he was great, like Detective Pikachu, great in that. Uh, Free Guy was really fun. He was good in that. There's other ones. Waiting. I, I like that movie, Waiting. I think that's kind of an underrated movie. It didn't live up to my expectations when we saw it, but I still I still enjoyed it. It's a good, good movie that I'd like to revisit at some point. Anyway, so I'm seeing this movie. It's okay. This movie called Red Notice comes out on Friday. Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, Gal Gadot. Okay. Gal Gadot. Like, all right, let's give this a shot. So we were sitting there, and I said to the kids, hey, let's look at this. This movie has The Rock. Who doesn't want to see anything with The Rock is good? Truly. When he was in WWE, everything was good that he did. He is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. He's just, it's The Rock. And, uh, And that guy, I don't care. Put him in anything, and I love it. And so yeah, we watched it. We watched the first uh, part of it Friday or Saturday. Well, no, it was Saturday. I guess Saturday we turned it on. I'm just having a great time. It's just fun. You know, it's it's, it's heists and jewels, precious <laughs> precious golden eggs from Egypt, and uh, you know, just not just silliness and nonsense, and all these different locations and action scenes and set pieces that are mostly, you know, largely CG in a lot of ways. But still, it's just just an absurd, fun, action-packed movie. And it was two hours, which is usually not... That usually gets a bunch of points deducted from me. But we split it up over Saturday and Sunday, and we really enjoyed it. Good, fun movie. Uh, then we found this thing called Arcane... It's uh, it's it's from like some fucking iPhone game, Arcane uh, League of Legends, which I've I've heard of. I think League of Legends. I I I only know that because any pop up that has ever popped up ever is for League of Legends, and any I think they even had commercial. It's just some it's a sh- some crap ass iPhone. I'm, I'm it's obviously not that bad because it's one of the most most popular most played games. I think out there i don't know anything about it i don't care don't want to know but we started watching the show called arcane league of legends origins or something like that i don't give a shit in fact i wish i didn't know that it was had anything to do with a video game because i it made me like it a little bit less but um man that's a that's a cool show it's animated uh i'm not really a steampunk guy at all like at all but it's just really good, good animation, good voice acting, uh, good action, good soundtrack, really good soundtrack. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Uh, and the kids enjoy it. So we've got that going on. Kimmy and I watched on Saturday night, we watched Yellow Jackets, which I think just pre- it premiered last night on Showtime on Sunday. But it's, you know, they gave it to you a couple days early on demand. And Christina Ricci is in it, and Juliette Lewis, and uh, some other folks, and uh, it's it jumps between 1996 and 2021. And in 1996, the characters are all high school kids and their soccer team, and they're taking a plane to go to their soccer championships. 
and it cuts between some really weird scenes happening in the Canadian wilderness in the snow. Uh, their plane crashes. There seems to be a Lord of the Flies type situation. And then 2021 is they are they are adults, and uh, and it seems like they have done some bad things back there in the 90s in the Canadian wilderness uh, before being rescued, and they have not been caught. Nobody knows of their of the of what went on up in those snowy mountains. Uh, and it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. It's good to have a new show that's uh, that's at least somewhat you know holds my attention, which is not easy to do. I have about a five second attention span. Didn't realize that season two of Work in Progress not only has it started, it's already over. It started back in August. It's a show that Kimmy and I uh, picked up somewhere along the way during the pandemic, and really enjoyed it. Uh, really, a kind of a sweet, funny show. It's not going to be for everybody, but I like it. Uh, I like it a lot, and I'm glad that season two is back, and it's already complete, so we can just binge binge our way right through season two. And what else? What else? Succession is just oh, what an episode last night. The the shareholder meeting. And all this, I mean, it was it was stressful, it was hilarious, there was comedy, there was, I mean, oh, you just didn't know what was going to happen. It's great. What a great episode. Haven't watched Curb yet. That's the thing about getting up early, you got to go to bed early. And uh, so we, we, hit the, we hit the hay, but we'll watch that tonight, I'm sure. And... There's another show that looks interesting on Apple TV with Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. And, uh, you know, he's a therapist. Will Ferrell is the therapist, I think. It looks interesting. It might totally suck. Because Apple TV is... eh. They have all these huge shows and everybody loves them. Like The Morning Show and Ted Lasso. And I've I've watched all of season one of The Morning Show. And it's not that good. (laughs) It has big stars. All the shows on Apple TV, uh, Apple Plus, whatever it's called, they look, they are gorgeous. There's, I mean, on they're they're obviously it's Apple, so they're they're want it. They are going to make it look great on your phone and look great on your TV and look great on your iPad and everything, and they look unbelievable, like just too 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 pretty, too colorful, I would dare say. So, uh, but. Yeah, the morning show is is not that's not my favorite show, but I watch it. I'm into season two. I think I've watched the first episode of season two, and it's like, eh. it's okay, I guess. Uh, so and Ted Lasso, I don't know. I've watched th- three episodes, and I man, I'm just I'm watching a different show as everybody else because I'm I'm not. It's it's I don't know when am I. That's the thing. When am I supposed to be? I wonder, you know, is it episode four? Is it the next episode where it's it's really going to get good and I'm going to get into it? Or is this pretty much it and it's just not for me? That's the problem I have. I don't know with some of these shows that everybody loves. Like, when am I supposed to, when am I supposed to love it? Because I don't, I don't hate Ted Lasso. It's just, yeah, I think it's just people, people, I think people like it not because it's funny, but because it's nice. That's the whole thing about it. It's about being nice and being kind. Kindness matters, and that's cool. That's fine, but I don't. I, I want mean. <laughs> I 
no, I want, I want nice too. But like, that's why the office is so great. It balanced it perfectly. You had moments where you want to, you might want to reach to the screen and punch Dwight in the face or Michael. And then, and then the next thing it's, it's just a really sweet, uh, you know, you see their, their true selves and they're very sweet. I, I like, I like that because Ted Lasso doesn't exist. That's the problem I think I have. A lot of people don't like Seinfeld because they think the characters are too mean, which I think is absurd. It was years before I even realized that the characters were mean. (laughs) Because they just reminded me of me and my friends. They just reminded me of me and everybody that I know. And, uh, yeah. And then at some point, someone's like, they're so mean. I'm like, what? I still don't quite. I don't know. Mean. I don't like Seinfeld because they're mean. They're just not nice people. I was listening. There's a radio show on Sirius called Busted Open. Very popular wrestling show. Uh, and talks about all, you know, WWE, AED. It talks about everything. And the host of the show is kind of a moron. Like, they used to have three really, they used to have three hosts and two of them were really good. And those two are long gone. And the third wheel, who was just kind of this loud, just sort of doofus, he's the host. He's been the host of the show for years, and he's he's going to be the host forever. And he's terrible, <laughs> but everybody loves him. And uh, he was talking about how he can't get into – and some of the co-hosts of the show are, uh, you know, it's wrestlers. It's like Bubba Ray Dudley from the Dudley Boys and Mark Henry and Tommy Dreamer. So there's some New York – There's they're all Seinfeld fans. And LaGreca, Dave LaGreca, who's the host, who's in, you know, just kind of a doofus, uh, doesn't like Seinfeld. He's like, they're all heels, which is a wrestling term for bad guys. They're all heels. I don't know how to make anybody can watch that show. They're all heels. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're hilarious, though. Heels. Kramer's not a heel. Goddamn. I don't know. Anyway. So uh, to me, Ted Lasso is just so unrealistic because he's just, yeah, he's just too like sugary sweet and all this stuff. And it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'm rambling. The, yeah, so there's, there's lots of good stuff coming up these days. And I do, I, you know, one show I never could get into was Dexter, another show that everybody loves. And I remember trying to watch that. Dexter was one of the, I feel like Dexter was one of the first shows that Netflix had on when it started streaming. It was like Dexter, Hercules, (laughs) Xena, Warrior Princess. There wasn't a heck of a lot of stuff on that stream. I mean, I remember, I mean, this is like 2007, 2008, I think, when they started streaming shows on Netflix. But we were still getting the discs delivered. And, uh, yeah, I feel like Dexter was one of the very first shows that you could stream on Netflix. And I remember watching it and just thinking it's really good. And it, it lulled me to sleep every time. There's something about just the audio and Dexter, he's giving the narration. And this is what he sounds like because he's a killer. He's a cold blooded, emotionless killer. And so he's talking about all the things that he does. And and that, that, the sound of his voice just lulls me to sleep. And so I could never, I could never finish an episode. I think we've, we watched a couple 
and then came back to it years later and tried to watch it again. And same thing. I just I kept falling asleep. Maybe I should just skip to like the better episodes. But anyway, but the new Dexter series where he's in the snow somewhere. I I wonder if you have to. I mean, it probably you probably have to have some knowledge of the series to enjoy the new one. But the new one looks good. But uh, yeah, Red Notice on Netflix. That's that's just a good. You're looking to fucking just watch a fun movie that has a little bit of comedy, action. We call a couple of ridiculous twists, and uh, yeah, and has some big A-list movie stars in it. And there you go, delivered right to your home. Brand new, a brand new action movie with big time Hollywood stars right on your right on your Netflix box, right in your Netflix machine. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. I think I, I'm thinking about like video games. What's the best? What are the best games of the year? And I don't even know. I can't even remember the games that came out this year. Resident Evil is probably my favorite game of the year. I, I, I'm, I was thinking, oh, I should do a top ten. I should do a countdown. Nah, nah. I wish. I wish I had that kind of time. The time that I have is to quickly pace back and forth while I talk on my phone. So. Uh, but I was thinking about some of the games. I put down a few. 12 minutes might be my favorite game of the uh, Resident Evil Village. I loved. Couldn't put it down. Couldn't stop playing. Looks great on the Xbox Series X. Looks great in 4K. Just oh, it's just a it's just an awesome gorgeous game. And uh and I loved it. 12 minutes was so kind of different and unique and clever and well done and also had some, you know, some Hollywood A-list actors, Daisy Ridley, Willem Dafoe, that other guy, the guy who played Professor Xavier in the in the newer X-Men movies and I can't think of his name. Uh I feel like his name's Tom something. I feel like everybody's name is Tom who's in uh Who's in movies these days? Uh, like Tom Holland, Tom Cruise, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Middleditch. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Jones, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn. Uh, yeah, but uh, Resident Evil and Twelve Minutes are probably my top two for this year. Unpacking, I would put pretty high on the list. Good puzzle game, as I've mentioned a few times. We played one, well, when I say we, mostly I started playing it, and my youngest finished it, and it's called Sub... Uh, I forgot it already. <laughs> Subli- not Subliminal. Consarnate. Sublinear? I think it's Sublinear. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't remember it, or I've already forgotten it. Ah, Xbox game. Sub Lin Sublineal. Oh, God damn you. I can't. Uh, Superliminal. Superliminal. Thank you. Oh, my God. That's a cool game. Very, uh, had some elements of unpacking in that it's puzzles and sometimes you, you know, you have to get things in the right place and whatnot, but. It, you know, s- reminded me a lot of Portal, 
like a like a spiritual relation to the Portal games, which I loved. I don't know if I played Portal Two. I played. I certainly remember spending a Saturday playing all. You know, maybe a Saturday and a Sunday playing Portal One, and and beating that game. And yeah, the cake. There's no. There's not really any cake. And then the robot sings the song, and it's very funny. Uh, I remember Portal One getting through that game. I don't know that I played Portal Two though. I can't remember. But this uh, this sub uh, super liminal super liminal really reminded me of Portal in a lot of ways. Where there's there's uh, you know different different perspective and uh, yeah illusion optical illusion force perspective and you have to take little chess pieces or something that are on a game board and you have to you have to move them around the room so now that they're they're huge because the perspective changes and uh it's pretty it's a really neat game and then you have to that's how you figure the puzzles and solve and move on and my little 10 year old man she just plowed through this game there were two times where we had to we had to get some help we had to go to the youtube one one of those times was uh i think because my kids my kids like to play video games with the volume down like completely like i'll i'll if my kids playing the switch and i'll uh, they need help with something and i'll take the switch and they have they have the brightness turned all the way down which is like i can't imagine what their eyesight must be it must be so wonderful they must have such wonderful eyesight because if i use a computer if I use a laptop after my kids or if I take their if they need help with something on the switch or like hey can I buy this and I'll look at their switch and be like yeah okay and their switch the brightness is all the way down like you cannot you can't see it but they can see it and the volume is turned down most of the time so there was one in the super liminal there was one level where the volume was the volume was down so I couldn't hear it and it was making little like bell it was either bing or eh, if you were getting it right or wrong and i that was that was key to to finishing the puzzle so we didn't know that and then we looked on youtube so we kind of i wouldn't consider that a full cheat maybe so maybe like one and a half cheats and then there was one one level and i i really wasn't paying much attention to what was being played so i put on a youtube video and yeah it was very tricky very very tricky other than that this kid plowed through all these puzzles and beat it in like no time. And I'm sitting there. There was one puzzle where I would probably, I'd still be on the puzzle right now if I was playing it. And this kid just, it was like watching somebody with a Rubik's Cube just put it back together. Like this kid just just took a, pretty much just took a guess, but was very like confidently made this choice. And I'm like, Ugh. And I was actually I was like, oh, sweetie, hold on, hold on. And, and then she just kept going. And then, boom, the exit to the level was there. And I said, oh, my God, you just, you just blew through that puzzle. I was going to sit here for the rest of the day trying to figure this puzzle out, and you just blew through it. It's, it was crazy. Man. I feel bad all the times I call my kids idiots. They're actually they're quite smart. It turns out. No, I don't. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true that I call them idiots. It's true that they're smart. <laughs> they're incredibly smart kids. 
like way smarter than I am. That's for that's for goddamn sure. That's all. That's all you hope to have is just like, don't be an idiot like your dad. Oh, good, you're not. And we knew by the age of uh, two weeks that <laughs> they were smarter than me, which is great. Uh, but yeah, this kid just plowed through this game. It was a lot of fun. And then we were looking for more puzzle games. Uh, I tried to give him that. Uh, what is that? The gardens between us. The garden. I can't. You rotate it and you move the people around that little island, a little map. And I thought it was. I played it on the Switch a few years ago. I thought it was fun. Uh, then there's that game that I played where you rotate. It's black and white, and you rotate the the rooms and stuff to try. I thought that was fun. And then there's the game called The Room, which is a good puzzle game. You might do that. But we tried this game called uh, Visage visage and i <laughs> it was very scary it's a very scary game you're in the house and it's raining and it's dark and you have to have you have to be in a well-lit area or you, there's a little thing a little meter that shows your brain as you you start to go insane in the brain uh when when it gets darker and so you have to find matches and lighters and candles and things like that and i played it for a few minutes and i was screaming middle of the day middle of middle of the afternoon on a sunday and i was no i'm not going to the basement I'm not. and then my youngest would just reach down and, and push the control stick so i <laughs> so i was moving forward it scared the shit out of me even though it's not wasn't actually that scary it was just my own imagination and uh i don't know how much we're gonna play of that because i don't i don't love the controls because i couldn't i grabbed this i grabbed the zippo lighter and lit it. I was trying to light a candle, and I couldn't light the candle, but I had the Zippo lighter lit, but I thought I had the candle lit, and then my lighter ran out of lighter fluid, and I was kind of... I'm sure the controls are not that bad. I just wasn't used to them. But, yeah, so there's... Uh, and I downloaded... They had the Hitman 3 was on sale. Haven't played a Hitman game in since probably 2003. 2002 whenever the first hitman came out that was the last time i played a hitman game but i downloaded this one because they had it on sale for like nothing like 15 bucks or something it's a brand new game just came out this year i think psychonauts 2 is on game pass so there's a lot of games that i i was hoping to get some time with i played i played that goddamn call of duty saturday morning i got up and i was playing friggin' the call of duty black cold war blackout whatever the hell it's called from last year the one with Ronnie Reagan in it. And, uh, yeah, there's some very frustrating parts that annoyed me, just like every Call of Duty game. Well, I've only played one before this, so. Uh, but there's some frustrating things. And I know it, Call of Duty is people want to play that online. That's the big appeal of Call of Duty. But I don't play online. I hate playing online. I don't want to play with anybody online. I downloaded that Back for Blood, the zombie game, which is the the follow-up to the Left 4 Dead. I love those Left 4 Dead games. I also loved only playing uh, single-player, <laughs> just playing the single-player campaign. I downloaded that Back for Blood, and it's immediately thrusting me into this multiplayer thing. And I looked, and I guess there is a single-player that's very, very bad. And I said, I just said, forget it. I, I, I deleted it. I removed it from the hard drive. Downloaded uh, the first Dark Souls I played Demon Souls a lot back in 2009, 2010. Dark Souls, I never I don't know if I've ever played any of the Dark Souls games. I played a little bit of Bloodborne and really enjoyed it, but I just don't have the time to to get into it. And uh 
Yeah. So I downloaded Dark Souls. I'm sure I'll do the same with that. I'm sure I will play it for an hour or two and then never touch it again. But, hey, it's just like Bloodborne. <laughs> Good games. Really enjoy them, but can't get into it. Uh, yeah. I talked to Shimo over the weekend. He's He texted me a picture of Castle Grayskull. He picked up a castle. I guess they've re-released all the He-Man figures. And he's he's getting castle. He has Castle Grayskull, and he's going to get the figures, and he's going to rebuild his old collection of toys, which were donated. Which is the worst. I mean, I I would rather have like my dad's baseball cards were thrown in the trash. I'd rather have have had my parents throw all my toys in the trash than donate them, because what's worse than having your toys thrown in the garbage? Having your toys given to somebody else and knowing that some fucking stranger is enjoying your toys. Or in my case, having stuff given away to your cousin and knowing that your cousin is enjoying a toy that you didn't even know was given to him. I used to have to just give shit to my cousin. <laughs> just give toys to my cousin. And then one day I remember uh, at my aunt and uncle's house and I looked in the back of my, my uncle's uh, truck and there was my BMX bike <laughs> and there was my Knight Rider car, my kit car. That yes, I had outgrown it, but I I wanted to like keep it because that yeah, I thought well this could really be worth some bucks one of these days. This is a this is a real collectible, and also it was like hey nobody consulted me. That was my Santa brought me that when I was four years old. The fuck, and then it's then it's gone. Uh so that made me feel even crap. I would have I would have rather found out that the thing just got thrown in the trash. <laughs> I I hate sharing. <laughs> I absolutely hate sharing. Oh my god, do I hate sharing? I hate sharing. I hate uh, giving. I just those are those are just things that aren't for me. Just not for me. Uh, I don't like giving of my time. I say that I give money, and I do. I don't like. I don't really like doing that either. I don't give a ton of money, but even the even the few bucks here and there just. Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of greedy and selfish. That's me. All right. Uh what else? Video games. Uh Yeah, I I'm I'm anxious to see is Hitman 3 one of the top games of the year? I'm hoping to find out soon, maybe this weekend. Uh I didn't find out this past weekend because I had to uh the the stress, the stuff that stresses me out is knowing that I only have uh, 500 gigs on my Xbox hard drive, and I have two terabytes on my external Xbox hard drive, but only certain games, like any new games that came out like starting this year and beyond, you're going to have to download them to your Xbox hard drive because my external storage, uh, it, they won't run. You can download them to the storage. You just can't play it. I'm like, well, why would I do that? It's giving me an option. You can download this to your external storage. You just can't use it. It's just, It's just pointless oh okay so i had to find a bunch of old stuff that's on the hard drive and move it to the external storage and then download stuff onto the onto the hard drive and it's a very it's like a tetris game of of storage devices and uh that's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night (laughs) even though you just like play a game and then remove it and then don't download it unless you're playing it I could just do that. I could just download like one or two games at a time, 
play them, finish them, remove them, and then download new games. But I like options. I like knowing that I could just, my short attention span, I could play Gears of War for a few minutes and then switch over to another game. Eh. Eh. Such is life. So I didn't get a chance to play Hitman or Psychonauts 2 because they both needed to be downloaded to the Xbox Xbox hard drive. Xbox. That's a dog bone. At Microsoft dog bones. Uh, and so, yeah, so I just didn't get in the downloading. And then we got onto other things and watching shows and movies and other stuff. So just didn't. The opportunity just didn't present itself. But uh, hopefully this weekend get a little little Hitman time. See how the see how those newer games are compared. I love the old one. It was very challenging. I mean that in itself is a puzzle game because you have to, you know, it's not running and gunning. You have to be stealthy and you have to figure out the patterns and where the where the bad guys are going and and how to take them out without getting caught and stuff like that. So it's it's very much a, it's a puzzle game in a lot of ways, but. I'm I'm excited to to get back into it or at least try to this this coming weekend. Uh didn't do anything with the Christmas stuff. Halloween is still up for another week. It's going to be close to 70 on Thursday. So maybe we can try to sneak some times in here and there to to unpack and pack and and all that stuff. Uh we'll see. We'll see. It might have to wait till the weekend though. I frankly yeah, I'm I'm feeling Christmassy as far as just wanting to play. I just want it to snow and I want to sit and play video games. I don't want to look at these goddamn I think maybe we'll go we'll go minimalist with the Christmas stuff. We'll bring out all the bins and we'll we'll cherry pick some of the things that we want to put up. Some of the nice little uh LED little displays and things that are kind of cool to look at. Uh and and you know, maybe that'll be it. Kim always yells at me because I we have all these like Christmas Muppets plush things and Tigger and Disney and stuff and I we we need to have them all. It's not Christmas without every single Christmas thing that we have, even though there's not a lot of room and we just end up putting stuff on the couch and then it just looks crappy and messy. And she yells at me and then I just <laughs> I take everything out. I think this year we'll keep those suckers. Sorry, sorry, Kermie and Miss Piggy. We might you might be staying in the storage bin for another year. Yeah. All right. Uh so those are some of the games. Metroid, I haven't gotten enough time with Metroid to even say if I like it or not. I like so far. Again, it's been over a month since I played it. I downloaded it before we went camping, so I'd have a fun game to sit by the fire and play a play a fun new game, and I did. And I liked it. And uh, I didn't love it, but I liked it. I've never, I've honestly never been a big Metroid guy. Castlevania, oh, I love it. And I know that the, the, the genre is Metroidvania because it's these, these games that have, the, have these levels and maps and, you know, you move through it and it's, you know, the side-scrolling kind of thing. And anyway, I, I've never, never been a Metroid guy. Always a Castlevania guy. I couldn't get into Metroid on, on NES, on SNES. I could, there was... There's never been a Metroid game that I got into. And I was kind of hoping like maybe this would be the one that just kind of get into it. Uh, but I feel <laughs> I feel it now that a month has gone by. It's one of those things where I think, I don't 
you got to pick it up and you just you know you lose that momentum you you lose that uh that muscle memory of playing certain games and the control schemes and all that stuff and then you jump back into it and like where am i what am i what am i doing right now where am i supposed to be going i don't even know that's it's a problem and again it's the thing that stresses me above all other things is having those video games unfinished and then being too stressed to go back to it because I'm not going to remember how to play it and this and that. So, uh, Mario 3D World, I, I mean, it's technically, I guess it's a 2021 game, even though it's a, what is it, a 2013, 2012 game for the old uh, Wii U, uh, which I'm, I'm so glad. That was the one, I, after the Wii, I ended up just hating the Wii so much that there was not a chance I was going to get a Wii U, and I skipped it. And I think everybody skipped it. I think the whole world skipped the Wii U. Uh, and so, which is good, because they just took all the best games for the Wii U, and they put them on the Switch. So, fantastic. They're all brand new to me, even though they're old. They're 10-year-old games. But nobody ever played them. If a 10-year-old game... Has never been played. Is it actually a 10-year-old game or is it just brand new? So uh, Super Mario 3D World is a fun fun release from this year. And that Bowser game that came with it is great. It's really fun. I just, again, I just don't have time, damn it. Uh, Okay, that's all. There's lots of video games to be played Hades, I guess Hades would really be a, a game from last year. It wouldn't be a top game of 2021. Even though, well, no, I probably played it the most playing the most playing I did of it. That's a great sentence was in December last year. So, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't make it, that doesn't make the cut. But uh I I I got to say I think Resident Evil maybe 12 minutes Resident Evil, you know, toss flip a coin. They're both great. And so different. I I gotta give it to Resident Evil though. That was just so you know, twelve minutes you can play it in a in an afternoon, you know, a few hours you can play twelve minutes and be be done. And Resident Evil, it's not super long, but it you know, unless you're unless you just have absolutely nothing to do, you can't sit down in one sitting and play Resident Evil. So that took uh, you know, hour or two a night for a couple of weeks here and there, playing it little bits and pieces where I could. So it was it was fun. Really good game. That's my top game. Resident Evil Village. That's my top game of 2021. Uh, got tickets to see Gary Newman coming up in March here at the Paradise Rock Club in Boston. I think I mentioned this. I don't love the Paradise Club. I love the Sinclair. Both similar venues, you know, just those small kind of small kind of rock clubs with a you know bar and a restaurant off to the side and then the big uh the big stage area which is not that big but uh Sinclair just has a better layout I I think it's in a better I like the location better I think it's easier to to get to in a lot of ways uh in Cambridge it's like right across the street from Harvard pretty much and I feel like they get better acts for the most part Paradise Club is just and there's there's big pillars in the middle so like if you're in a spot Sinclair doesn't have that issue. There's no big pillars in the middle of the room. So you can stand anywhere and have a good shot of the stage. The Paradise Club, it's you have to be very careful. The first time we went there, we weren't so lucky, and there was a big pillar in our way, and we had to kind of maneuver our way through the crowd to get to a better spot. 
And then the next time we went and saw the editors, we had a great, great, great spot. Awesome spot right by the stage. It was fantastic. So hopefully we'll get a good spot for Gary Newman, but I really wish he was at the Sinclair. But that new album of his with The Intruder, it's called The Intruder. It's just, oh, it's so good. So hopefully he'll do his, his newer stuff that's a little, you know, it's a lot more kind of that electronic, almost that, I hate to say industrial, but yeah, it's, there's there's elements of, of yeah, it's industrial and uh, synthy and electronic-y and it's just great. He's just fucking great. And then, I, and then hopefully, I would assume, I don't know, but it would be cool too if like, I really will really want to hear the new stuff because that's my favorite and, you know, new stuff is like anything from 2013 until now. He has some great, great songs. But I would really love to hear Cars if he can do, you know, some 40-year-old songs that everybody knows and loves. That would be pretty nifty as well. Um, but either way, it's on a Monday. It's like Monday, March 12th. And I don't love that it's on a Monday, but that's okay. We'll go and we're going to go see Gary Newman in a few months. I'm very excited about that. Okay. I'm so exhausted. I'm so exhausted. I can't, this fucking daylight, I just can't get, I can't, I can't not be exhausted. Uh, uh, But napping is not an option. So uh, back to it. Have a great day. Have a great week. Blah, blah, blah. Talk to you later. See ya.